Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris down on the beach. Uh, hope you're having a beautiful 2023. It's uh, stunningly gorgeous here at Bondi today. Overcast. There's this magnificent horizon with, a, with the sunlight and then a cloud cover stopping just before it. It's spectacular. So you can hear in the background the bibbity bip of the tractor trying to put sand from the top of the beach to the bottom of the beach. <laughs> That's the, I guess, trying to make it more user-friendly for people. But the, uh, with a low tide here today, the beach is probably at least 70 meters between the walkway and the, and the water. It's quite the hugest beach you've ever seen. And people are down here having a great time doing their yoga and their headstands and their gym workouts and you can hear volleyball being played over there in the background still early morning so what a great place to be personal growth is a, a rather interesting topic because many of much of it is stimulated by discomfort but it doesn't have to be if, we'd, if we our business grows, we must grow. You must grow as a person to be a better leader. So I thought today we would talk about that topic um, because it's quite confusing from time to time to understand what personal growth really means. Uh, it's hard to measure, isn't it? So, I would say wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H, material wealth, is a measure of your personal growth. Not necessarily the only measure, but I know from 40 years of coaching that as people grow in themselves they also grow in their responsibility in the world and that usually comes with a paycheck whether you're self-employed or not it doesn't always result in less stress but it certainly results in less reaction to that stress and therefore things like heart rate and heart rate variability stay in a healthy zone even under enormous pressure. Let's talk about this a little bit more. There's seven levels of human being starting with got to at the bottom. When we get into a got to state of mind got to get to something or away from it we trigger all the metrics in the body that are indicators of low self-development so we rise what you must really understand here we rise up to the level of our own incompetence now what does that mean? Well, 
it means if you rise up to become the manager or the owner of a business and the business needs to grow you're going to have to rise up to where stress impacts your nervous system you're going to have to rise up to where stress impacts your heart rate and your heart rate variability you're going to have to rise back into the state of mind and the state of body that triggered you to do personal development in the first place. We rise to the level of our own incompetence and therefore a lot of people put a glass ceiling over the top of their own head because they don't want to rise back into low figures. They don't want to rise into stress. They want to rise into comfort. Because they're feeling comfortable, they get attached to their high state of being and they go, I want to take this high state of being and grow. But that's just not how it works. Not how it works in nature and not how it works in human nature. We rise to the level of our own incompetence. So we rise up to love too. In, a, in an area of life, we get to that high state in an area of life, a love to state, and then suddenly, if we are really serious about expanding our life, we get stressed because the next realm, next layer, becomes available to us. We get a choice. We get a choice to stay comfortable in the previously discovered state of high uh, performance where our body weight is perfect, our uh, heart rate is perfect, all the stress indicators are perfect. If we had a cancer, it went away. And then we rise and we start to see warning signs that all those things are coming back again. Arguments start to happen, moods start to grow, anger starts to appear, frustrations start to culminate. And it's typically at that time a person does a vision statement which makes not growing okay. They write their goals which are all absolutely achievable without stress. They're just more of the same. And that's when you recognize that a person has basically said, I found a good place to be. I'm gonna take the good place to be and get more out of life. It's a understandable philosophy because a good place to be is a place we want to attach to. But that same person might realize that the reason that they had stress in the first place is because previously they found a good place to be but life grew and they didn't. When I first started my first serious business I was I think 26 years old or something of the sort and I paid $20,000 for a company that owed half a million dollars in debt. 
I got all the machinery. I got a complete factory. I got superannuation debt. I got a debt that I became obligated to pay. Now, just before I bought this business, my partner and I at the time, my wife and I at the time, bought a house, had a baby, and we went surfing every weekend, and we were laughing. We were having a great time. And next thing you know, I bought this business. And it cost more than I thought. Because my level of self-leadership and the thing that I had taken on board were in conflict. And I tried to be who I was before I bought the business while I bought the business. So the tools that I started to use were tricks, alcohol, uh, go for a run, uh, be more determined, drive faster. I started to use all sorts of substitutes for real personal growth. Remember the four substitutes? We've talked about them before. You know when the four substitutes start to become part of your everyday life, that you may have taken something that was good for you and started to use the substitutes to cope. The four substitutes are food, which includes uh, alcohol, which is the stomach substitute. Second one is greed. You start to hang on to people and things uh, and attach to them. Greed is a complicated topic. Sexuality, start to use your mind and your body to get validation from other people. And the last one is spirituality, which is typically some form of rationalization that the world is wrong, you are right, and uh, there's a sort of a, a, a superiority or a disconnection occurs. Now those four substitutes are healthy in moderation, but in extreme, when they become a mechanism for coping, they're a sign that personal development is lagging your material development. Now whether that material development is a relationship, a family, a business or whatever, the use of substitutes is understandable, <clears throat> but it's not personal growth. When I started using all these four, I felt good because my business was growing and I felt like I was dealing with it in a really healthy way. The thing was, if I look back on it, it was a ticking time bomb because the use of substitutes inevitably results in breakage.
and whether it was mental, emotional or whatever, or financial, I came so close <coughs> to breakage so often. So personal development requires honesty, a real truth. Am I using substitutes to evolve? Am I setting my goals to stay in a comfort zone, which is actually in defiance of the universal laws? Or am I really growing as a human being? In the next podcast, I'll talk about that topic alone. This is Chris. Bye for now.